And this is a, this is an article I found in Arrow Time Hub, uh, according to Gabriel Patrascati. I probably just butchered that name. I apologize, Gabriel. I, I hope that that's okay with you. Um, Gabriel, Gabriel, whatever your name is. No, it's Gabriel. It's definitely a it's definitely a, a, a female okay. turn or French turn of the name. Uh, anyway, so there's a new player in a wide body market. It's called Meet the SE200. It's a new green jet. Uh, it's a U.S.-based startup company called SE Aeronautics. Launched a new generation wide-body aircraft concept. The design, this is really kind of cool. The design of a new monocoque molded plane design is expected to lower fuel consumption by 70% and cut carbon emissions by 80%. Meanwhile, this new aircraft is a wide-body is expected to be capable of carrying up to 264 passengers with a non-stop range of 10,560 miles. That's a, a wow. round trip to Hawaii without fuel. Nice. Um, and it's actually probably further than that. I'm not good on my miles, so don't quote me. Uh, the company <laughs> uh, claims that an innovative design of the SE200 uh, jet is more efficient than its uh, light tri-wing configuration, significantly improves lift that sentence was really awkward. Hold on a second. The company claims that an innovative design... Okay, there. I apologize. It's an innovative design. Um, it's more efficient. It, uh, as it's, It has six wings, three on each side. And the configuration uh, significantly moves lift... or I'm sorry, improves lift, overdrag, as well as enhances its short takeoff and landing capabilities. Because the wings uh, are spread across the fuselage front to back... They allow for lift to begin very, very early in the takeoff process. And then because they're able to, to um, spread that lift over six wings, it, it, creates, it generates more lift in a shorter period of time. And that's why they get the, the short takeoff and landing capabilities. Uh, construction of the jet is all composited and molded in one tough piece while it incorporates, I'm sorry, incorporates uh, super thin long wings. Um, let's see, this is the, uh, this is a manufacturer quote, so it's probably there, it's like on their sales, uh, paraphernalia. We live in an era where COVID-19 and other airborne disease safety must be at the forefront of any manufacturer's design process. This is why SE Aeronautics, Aeronautics, sorry, developed a new once-through air feed ventilation system that never recirculates air in the cabin dramatically reducing the risk of exposure from other infected passengers. This, coupled with their new tilting seat design, creates a comfortable experience that economy passengers have yet to experience. That's straight from the manufacturer, so it's going to be full of, you know, pretties and daisies and all kinds of great stuff, but, you know, obviously they're going to kind of gloss over some of the other things. Uh, the design, this is a really neat design. It's um, similar to the the... Boeing 787 or the Airbus A330neo. Uh, in order to ensure and enhance safety, the design is made of one solid molded piece while fuel is stored in self-sealing bladders on top of the fuselage instead of inside the wings. This is how they get six wings and they're thin so they don't create a lot of weight. Um, I think there's some place in here where they've, they've cut the weight down quite a bit as well because of that. Uh, they outlined uh, in case of emergency landing over water, this aircraft floats. Wow. So this aircraft would be most practical, profitable, and permanent solution to the grossly underperforming air technology of today. 
Our manufacturing efficiency will allow us to produce an aircraft, I'm sorry, our, our aircraft in significantly less time than the current traditional method, but the jewel in the crown is really our ability to get this fuel consumption down by 70%. We are going to revolutionize the industry. Tyler Matthews, he's the CEO of uh, Southeast, or I'm sorry, SE Aerodynamic, Aeronautics, I don't know why I get aerodynamics, uh, was uh, <laughs> quoted in the company's statement. So yeah, that's the company's statement. Now, the neat, the neat thing about that particular article is the responses in the bottom because they are absolutely hilarious. And this is a, um, the Aerotime Hub is a industry magazine, so it's read by pilots and engineers and those kind of guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what do they say? That's the funny thing. The first guy <laughs> says, fuel is stored in self-sealing bladders on top of the fuselage. I don't see any problem with that. Neither did they, period. So everybody's happy? <laughs> so that was the first guy. The second guy, slender, li- slender wings without the fuel and engine mass to relieve, to relieve the wing bending. Those wings better be strong. True. Uh, the next guy, any wind tunnel test or only CFD, which is, uh, I don't know. P206. Uh, might just be a computer simulation. Might, it might actually be, yeah. Uh, let's see. Then this guy FKG. By the way, if it does have a if it does have a uh, ten thousand mile um, range range, then you know, like hypothetically, it could actually go from San Francisco to Hawaii and back twice mm. before it runs out of fuel. It's, thank you for it's checking a my over 2,300 miles. Yeah, thanks so. for checking my numbers. I appreciate that. <laughs> so this guy FKG, he's he's kind of funny he says being in the airline business and looking at the dc-10 similar engine in the back makes me wonder only one engine no etlps then which i'm guessing is a uh, fuel transfers and and moving power back and forth between engines to keep your your aircraft stable and if you lose an engine you still have power uh so better have a long range it does 10,000 miles flying over terrain, not to mention the issues moving this triple wing. This is the, this is the funny part, moving this triple wing contraption through airports and gates. I would also not fly with an aircraft where the fuel sits on top of me. <laughs> Landing on water yeah, right? and floating will require flat oceans with no waves. Otherwise, good luck. Well, you know, it's an ocean. There's not much you can do about that. Uh, the same goes, although I got to say, this aircraft, if it does actually float, will will give you a better opportunity to survive a water landing than would a current Boeing 787 or the A380. It doesn't really matter. Neither one of those are designed to float. (laughs) I mean, that's the bottom line. And this is a monocoque that is a single piece, basically. Uh, It's not riveted together. It doesn't have sheets of metal encasing, you know, airframe. It's actually a whole new design that I think actually will probably float. And if you're going to Hawaii, that's probably one of the things in the top of your mind. <laughs> so yeah, it would be for me too. Right, and so I'm looking at this, <clears throat> and I, I, so I read this article, and then I read, I find actually the, um, this is called the Disruptor, Meet SE200, a new green 264, 264 seat wide body. So this is, Actually, this is IATA News, which is also a, I think, uh, industry magazine for pilots and engineers in, in, the, in the aircraft industry. 
This says, a new concept wide-body aircraft has been unveiled by an Alabama startup, SE Aeronautics. The SE stands for Super Efficient. Have reworked the entire concept of an airliner and revealed an innovative tri-wing aircraft that they say will have 80% lower carbon footprint than the similar traditional planes. Here's what you need to know about the SE-200. Now, there's no... I just want to put this out right away. There's no comments at the bottom of this. This is just a straight news article. Uh, uh, IATA is the news, and uh, they don't have a byline here, so I don't know who actually wrote it. It may be very much straight from SE SE, uh, Aeronautics. At any rate, so... Despite the act, uh, well, since just yesterday, outgoing CEO of the International Air Transportation Association, IATA, that's the, the magazine we're reading from, actually, Alexander de Juniac, pegged sustainability as the biggest challenge facing his successor, Willie Walsh, once the industry gets back to some sort of normal. Uh, so their stakeholders all, you know, pitching a fit and trying to figure out where they're going to spend their money again, new construction materials, all this good stuff. Commercial aircraft have been around largely the same for about six decades. Uh, SE Aeronautics believes wow. Aeronautics believes it's time to rethink this. And it has this week unveiled its patent-pending concept for the wide body of the future, which it calls the SE-200. Um, I'm looking at what is very likely an well, artist. sounds good. Yeah, and, and I'm looking at what is very likely an artist's conception because I don't think they actually have a, a proof-of-concept vehicle yet. Um, and it's a, a down-looking shot at the top of the aircraft. And it, so it has six wings, two that are about uh, the, the beginning of coach where you would be in first class or, or coach. It's right about there where that brake is. And then the, the second set of wings is right in the middle of the from that point to the tail, right in the middle of there, and then the third set is right on the tail above a V-shaped rudder. So it's kind of a neat-looking plane. Uh, my biggest, I guess my biggest drawback, and actually was pointed out by the third guy, or the third or fourth uh, comment I mentioned, uh, because of where the wings are, landing and, and takeoff are probably not your bigger issues. Getting into a gate might be because of the because of how far forward the, the two front wings are. Um, and then, of course, getting around aircraft. If you're going into LAX, I would think you want this craft to have its own deck. <laughs> so you can land and go to its booth, which is built to take it. Or its gate, I should say, that's yeah. built to take it. Well, I mean, like, so yeah. <laughs> it says that the, the, they, would, they would go ahead and, and, you know, they would find a way. <laughs> I, would think, I, I would think the way to do that would be or the easiest way to do that without changing anything would be just to get the the rolling the rolling stairs out there. I've gotten on, yeah. on and off of planes. I can't tell you how many times doing that. When I was a PI, uh, I don't think I ever, except when I went to Boise. When I went to Boise, they actually had they actually had me go to a gate, which was kind of cool. But for the most part, I've walked the tarmac out to a rolling set of stairs and then got on an aircraft. Yeah. So I well, the, that would work I for them because really, then they can just pull down near the end of the very often. One more time. Um, I haven't really flown very very often, uh-huh. like in the past many years. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've always done it from uh, from a gate. There was only uh, I think one time where I had to go up stairs, the rolling stairs. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. 
Uh, so, I mean, that that's a quick, easy fix that nobody has to really think about. Uh, the super mm -hmm. thin wings are no longer doubling up as fuel storage, as I mentioned earlier. The fuel is up on top of the, in bladders, what they call self-sealing bladders. Now, a self-sealing bladder, I mean, a lot of people are just kind of don't really understand what that is. What? And they use, yeah, they use them in military aircraft because if you take a bullet through the, the fuel tank, this thing seals up. So, and the bullet cools off very quickly, which is why the, the, the bladder doesn't explode. But it has a, it's a self-sealing like, uh, when you put the sealing stuff in your, in your tire, you've got a flat tire, you put that little sealing stuff in there and then you roll it around. That's what this is. That stuff is floating around on the, in a in a layer between layers so when it gets punctured that stuff just fills in that hole and then it becomes hard because of oxygen and it, it becomes stable and they've been using this in military aircraft for decades and it and it works pretty good so these guys are using that um technology and they say that that will also help to keep the plane uh floating in water hmm and it says for long periods. I don't know what their definition of a long period is, but if it's long enough for me to get out of the plane before it sinks, that's a long time. Because <laughs> I don't move fast. Yeah. I'm a short, fat dude. That's all I need to. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so propulsion will be delivered by two super efficient, so they're probably side Although, by side. I tell you what, if, if I'm on a plane oh. and it crashes in the ocean, I will get off that thing really fast. <laughs> I would think. Um, so it says it, says it has two super efficient engines mounted at the rear and it looks from this photograph it looks like they're uh like an over and under shotgun one on top of the other uh, let's see it says the company says it'll give a thrust of 64,000 pound feet uh se aerodynamics has considered cargo two with a state-of-the-art bulk container system and a maximum takeoff weight of 170,000 pounds now i don't that number doesn't mean anything to me, unfortunately, because I don't really know if that's if FedEx does that on a regular or not, to be honest. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, but I think that's with 264 passengers and a range of 10,560 miles. What'd you say? Twice back and forth from San Francisco to Honolulu, Hawaii. Hawaii, yeah. yeah. So that's that's pretty good. Gives it <laughs> longer legs than the A300 A330 Neo which is the Airbus, and the 787 families, which is Boeing. Um, it says, and almost takes it as far as the A350ULR, which I imagine is ultra-long range. I don't know what that aircraft is, but I don't know. It's, it's probably also... 10,000 10, miles is, is enough to get across the Pacific in one shot. So Yeah, well, and, and that would make big differences on, on flights to Japan and Korea. No and doubt, Australia. Australia, yeah. Um, I'll yeah, tell you I what. Just, just to kind of Australia. <laughs> yeah, just to kind of rabbit hole that Let's Australia see. thing. My wife and daughter uh, took a trip from here to Australia, and the flight is like eighteen hours. It's it's ungodly long, and if you're not in first class, you are never comfortable. I mean, it's no. just you know, yeah, and it's eighteen hours. That. You can't just get up and walk around like you're on a bus. You can. <laughs> You can get up and stand in your seat bent over because your head is your head is just a little too high for that, you know, overhead. But uh, yeah, it's just uncomfortable. So if they can get there, I mean, because if they can save oh, yeah. fuel and they, get there in a shorter can... period of time, that's a that's a good thing. That's that's worth talking to. Um, yeah, I mean, 
with a 70% of fuel efficiency, that would be uh, in comparison to current airline standards. Right. Um, and they can actually go from San Francisco to Sydney with and and have another 2,500 like quarter tank in reserve. Yeah, but that so. just means that's more fuel they have to dump in the ocean before they land. Did, did you know that? Aircraft no. aircraft dump fuel all the time before they land, especially coming in after on long uh, long flights because they still have they have more fume than fuel. <laughs> so yeah, they okay. dump a lot of fuel. That's I don't. Not good. I well. <laughs> I imagine if if they do that, then with these bladders, it would be easier to fill to need rather than fill to full. Because the yeah. bladder because the bladders allow you to do that without uh, filling it up with fumes or any any other uh, debris or anything. They allow you to to be compressed or not compressed, but you know smaller. They can carry less fuel in that bladder and still be safe. Um, if they, hypothetically, if they wanted to, right, if they actually did fill up, um, huh. they could do a nonstop flights from Miami to Sydney, just to put things into perspective. Wow, that'd do it. <laughs> that, that would make, I, you know, if they could do that and lower the cost, I mean, lower the price to the passenger because the cost is quite a bit lower in fuel alone, that would make... Sydney much more palatable to a lot of people who who really don't yeah. want to be on an aircraft that long. And it would they would also significantly drop the price of going to it because like if you're saving that much money and not having to make multiple stops, right? It decreases the overhead. Right. Yeah, so. you don't have to pay nearly as many gate fees. Yeah. Well, I mean that and, you know, just uh, like because it's it sounds like it's it's primarily all about fuel efficiency so in in this article i think that's really it's really focused on that in that article but overall i think it's actually um because of what it can do i think that gives it an opportunity to do to show i'm sorry i started i started that sentence wrong I apologize. I think if they can get proof of concept uh, and get you know a couple out there to to manufactured or get get a few manufactured, you know I don't obviously I don't think they're going to be able to to rival Boeing or even Airbus for quite some time. But if this is real and it does what it says it's going to do, I think Boeing and Airbus might be in for a rude awakening. Yeah, I agree. 